where we talk about all things diplomacy, mostly diplomacy and drinking, a little bit of drinking. Yes, yes. Um, we're at the Prince Consort yep. in the valley. It's our staging um, bar usually until the other bars open up. Correct. Uh, so we'll be having a drink here and then moving on to... Hopefully, is it the Gatsby Lounge or something like that? That's right, yep. So we'll, um, we'll give, keep you guys updated um, how that goes. Yeah, and we hopefully we don't just turn up and find out it's closed. Fingers crossed. And then we'll yeah. be back here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have drunk here before. Um, we have, I think, in the outside area out there, which is a nice little trendy little space. But out there we were. I know we got our drinks from out there, but maybe we're inside and we did the recording. I think we've actually come here twice. Um, yes, we did another staging one once. Yeah, we did a we did a wrap up. I think the Patreon, maybe. I can't remember. We must have been pretty shit faced. Oh yeah, I was pretty shit. Yes. Anyway, but this is about diplomacy, not about getting shit faced. I'm on a um, I'm on a Bolter XBA. Great drink. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Um, just the right sort of drink to act as a stager for, 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 for moving on. Yeah. I think I'm on a. Torbrook Woodcutter Shiraz. This isn't too bad. I couldn't possibly have beer because um, for lunchtime today I had a, uh, a catch up with some existing workmates and prior workmates. Yep. And we went to the German club for lunch. Oh, yeah. So I kind of had, you know, a pint or, or you know, a stein of Hefeweizen, you know, German beer. And then, you know, pork belly and all these things. So probably the last thing I want to do at the moment is back up with another beer, so. You end up pretty bloated after that. There has been a bit of time, obviously, between lunch and now. Yeah, yeah. yep. Well, it's been a year since I've been to the German club. It's a, it's a pretty fun little venue, that one. It is. Yeah. And um, come the 2032 Olympic Games, it's literally right next door to the, the main stadium. Yeah, it's going to have roaring trade. Yep. 2032, that's going to come around in a flash. That's less than a decade away. It's only nine years away until the opening. Nine years just the other day. Yeah. I don't think we're our um, campaign to get it. Diplomacy is Olympic sports working very well. It kind of requires a bit of effort and we're not doing anything. <laughs> Whoops. Oops. Uh, is chess an Olympic sport? Nah. Uh, should be. Should be. Anyway, um, so we recently had a uh, face-to-face game. We did. Our second one for the year. Second. Yes. Same place, near the world. Yep. Um, Just around the corner from here. Correct. Uh, so it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. It's good. Dip the toes back into the face-to-face world. Yes. Uh, get a bit of that going, especially for the WDC coming up around the corner. Um, you're telling me you just bought some tickets. Yep. Yep. So we're all we're both ticketed up and ready to go. Um, I'll be staying around and heading on to the same rep group. Um, you won't be able to make that. No, Mrs. Ambie wants to do something later in the year with me based on um, limitations, I guess, with my, my leave. Yep. I had to kind of uh, work out what's the best way to go with this. I thought 
do I take two weeks off in Thailand and not spend any time with my wife? Or do I take about a week off in Thailand and spend time with my wife? And of course, the latter make perfect sense. P- pretty simple equation, yep. Um. <laughs> Might be a different story if I had like, you know, the luxury of uh, you know, many, many weeks on holidays. Unlike some. Unlike some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, some perks of the uh, perks of the job. Um, anyway, so we yeah. kind of so after after we we had a game and then yes. we actually caught up afterwards at Finn McCool's, also in the valley. Yes. For um, another debrief recording. Debrief recording and another yep. bloody drink. So um, which stage? Pretty sure we're both pretty shaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, when, when it comes to recordings, this one is, sorry, as an interview, because we interviewed um, Riley. So Riley's previously been on the podcast, but under more um, the uh, game pseudonym as Macca, you know what yes. I mean? Yes, yep. But um, Riley was like, ah, I don't care, just save my real name, I don't mind. He, um, he, he finished first, in the face-to-face, so glad he came along, and um, yeah, we just had a good old yarn about the game. So... Yeah, there's been what there's been a few drinks in between the game and now, yeah. when, we're, when we're recording. So I think probably the recording would really sort of the interview breaks it down as to blow yes. by blow yes. um, how the game wins. So, so we'll go to that and uh, yeah, again, just bear in mind we're a bit shit post and um, and then we can talk about afterwards what we thought, what can we remember, what we can remember anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right, see you guys. Cheers. 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 I'm uh, I'm Kana. I'm Ambi. I'm Riley. And we're sitting here post board game. We've just had a face to face at the Nether 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 Worlds Netherlands Nether 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 Worlds Nether Worlds Nether Worlds um, at Brisbane. And I don't know. Probably most of our listeners don't really know. Um, Netherworlds, um, because they're not Brisbaneites, really. <laughs> but Netherworlds is a, uh, a location that really specialises in board games and pinball machines and a really good range of alcoholic drinks. So, um, yeah, yeah. very good range. Very good range. Excellent tap range of beers. Yeah, so they're not too bad on the range. Yeah, I, I noticed you're on the Shirazes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, good value, pretty good value. And I Even noticed like that the pints. That went, so now we're at uh, in the pools in the valley. Um, ten dollar pints for Guinness. Jesus. How about that? Ten, ten buck pints. Can't go past that. That's like pre GFC, pre Corona type of price almost. It, it, it was, yeah, well, pre. Um, what, what do you call it? Um, it's good value for money. Pre inflation. Yeah, pre inflation. Pre inflation prices. Um, anyway, so so Netherworlds, we, we sat down, and we, we we had a good old game. There was um, yourself. Myself, Riley, uh, we had Dan, we had Josh, we had Tristan, and we had Gavin. Um, so, I played, I played, I, okay, so, so it's, let's get straight, but we played the game, the results are in, the winner is Riley, who played uh, Austria. Like, like, tell us about that, Riley, like, how did you, how did you manage to get what happened in the, in the game? What happened? Yeah. Um, uh, I had a strategy. That strategy suddenly failed me. I turned around, picked a second strategy, and that second strategy worked just a treat. 
So really, real big thanks to the person who stabbed me and changed my mind. So big thanks to them, really gave me this And friend. who was it that stabbed you? Andy. Uh, Andy stabbed you. <laughs> and Andy helped change your mind. And, and because of that, you, um, you, you went on to, well, make the win. Yeah. So, so what well, was yeah. the... Top the board, top the board. Top the board. So what was the situation that, um, that allowed Andy to, to do the stab in the first place? Like, like what, what happened? What are the specifics for so, our listeners? So you're, you're playing Austria. Yep. Andy's playing Italy. Yep. Um, so Andy and I are working together-ish. He's got, he's got a, like one of his like, go west, Italy goes west strategies to take on France. I'm fine with that. I go on, I try to take on Germany. Not Germany, Turkey. I gotta take on Turkey. And okay. we're just sort of fighting. It's not really getting anywhere. And then I've left my entire western side open. Some it it Italian forces rock up. I panic. I turn around. The Italian forces, a little bit, you know, had a bit to drink. They make a bunch of incorrect orders. And now I'm back on top of it yet. And I actually didn't lose anything in the Italian invasion. And now Turkey and I are best mates. Okay, and so, 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 so this was a pretty... Um, this is a pretty pivotal point in the game. Right? Very pivotal. So, um, turned the whole. Th I would say it changed the whole game around. Germany it fell. Did, it did. France. It changed everything. Russia yeah. came back up because everyone. Germany was, was winning to that point in time. Everyone except for England was greatly affected by this set of Italian moves. So the Italian set of moves. We we had an army appear in Venice. We had a fleet appear in the Adriatic. So, what happened? Okay, so let's just go back a couple of steps. So look, Riley, I'll give Riley credit. Um, fantastic ally. Really great ally. Someone I could rely upon. Um, I went into this game, once I drew Italy, thinking about, and I know some people who played the game to listen to the podcast, last most recent podcast, <laughs> where we talked about going west. Why doesn't Italy go west more often? Okay, all and when right. I so, drew so, Italy, so, I thought, so. well, let's just give that a go. And honestly, it, I... I I'm grateful for the experience of doing that. I mean that with more sincerity because Austria as an ally was fantastic, incredibly reliable. It didn't kind of. Um, I was worried that like Spring 901, whether 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 what I was selling would be bought, and it was. And Riley kind of continued on with that, so that was great. Gave me full confidence to go. So my opening was from memory, Naples Ionian. Rome to Naples, Venice to Piedmont. Yes. Then I followed it. your advice, Cater, which was in fall, support the French army in Burgundy back into, into, back into Marseille. <laughs> which just fucked up Gavin's mind around how that should work. So, 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 so here's the thing which I, I kind of really found bizarre about this game, right? So, so you, you, you put into this okay I'm going to go with the Western opening yes yeah which on our last episode I waxed lyrical about the potential um, you know, I wanted to give it a go before uh, WDC <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and um, you know, give it a go um, disclaimer here probably from this what Ambi forgot to do was to talk with England and Germany to make sure that they were going to be attacking France. So what yeah. happened? You left that out of the last podcast. I thought it was just a winner if you just do it by yourself. <laughs> so what happened is we ended up with a Western triple. So 
that aside, Italy being a, a real a real swing uh, country in, in in that sense, like like by attacking France, you made the Western triple. Did you not? Maybe. Yeah. Well, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's because you were Russia and you're fucking going full on to Scandinavia. So you brought the same thing onto us. I was. Your fault just as mine. And to be honest with you, I was not going to go full on Scandinavia. Right? To start off with, the very first conversation I had was with um, was with Josh, who was playing Turkey. And get this, the first the first thing was Yeah, 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 take the Black Sea, I don't care. I'm just gonna hold and support myself there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move I'm gonna move Anchor into Constantinople and I'm going to support Constantinople and you just take it, no worries. Have at it. And I thought, gee, that's a very nice offering from Turkey. Um, particularly when he said, yeah, 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 you can go through Constantinople on your way out to the Aegean. <laughs> I thought, okay, righto. Um, autumn's probably not the best time you want me moving through Constantinople, do you want to think about it? Kind of deal. Um, which led to an actually, which led to me actually moving an army into St Petersburg, right? Yeah, so, let's go so St Petersburg and fall yeah, in spring. In, in, in spring 1901, and that which meant that Norway didn't go British. Well, well, yes, it did, but it also had the the, the flip side effect of really pissing off Germany and really annoying. Um, England. Yeah, because he also denied Sweden to Germany with Gulf Rotterdam. Well, yeah, but I'd organised with Germany that. So you're saying I'd organised so with Germany and let me into so Sweden. Like, okay, so yeah. like I actually never attacked France. I in fact supported him in his own home territories, whilst you provocatively attacked two neutral countries that you knew were going to be attacked by your Western, you know, aggressors forming the Western Triple. So it's more your fault than mine, is that what you're saying? <laughs> I think you are. I think between the... <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> that's, that's what... That, that's, I, I, you, you're kind of grappling with that reality. What, what's your perspective on it, Riley? Well, I wouldn't say that you provoked Germany, because it's Germany's decision whether or not you get Sweden, because they get Denmark anyway, so Germany's not gaining or losing. So you didn't provoke Germany, Germany provoked you. Um, and then in terms of England... Germany's fault. In terms of England, well, sure, that's, that's your fault, but, like, <laughs> France was his fault, so... Hey. No, 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 no. Fair enough, fair enough. I wouldn't say that the support into Marseille was a friendly French move at all. That was an, that was an aggressive French move. That was, so was, that was the next level. That was, that was, was the, psychological what was the warfare. Take on that? Sorry? What was the board's take on that? That's psychological warfare, what you did. Because it was under, he was already moving. No one could have blocked it. He couldn't move on the bounds. Nothing could have happened. All it was was psychological warfare, and it worked. He was going crazy. <laughs> he immediately looked at me and went, what, what, what do you call this? Like, immediately before I came to that about it, like, it, it drove him crazy. That, it worked. But then you just, no one else, you didn't say, hey, England, let's attack. You didn't provoke. I know, I know. So, like, it's, it's one of those things, like, you, don't, you know, when you're playing your game at the beginning, you really don't know if anyone's going to go with you and whether they're actually telling you the truth. Sure. So, it's like, so spring 901 rocks up, we put in your orders, 
at that point in time, once we started beginning the fall phase, I probably should have had those conversations with England and Germany to the extent that you're talking about Kana. Yeah. I did talk to them, and I did kind of indicate, well, obviously this is a bit of an aggressive opening, but I should have probably been a little bit more open. Um, the trouble I found, so I did, I did do that supporting Burgundy back into Marseille to pre- prevent him from actually building a fleet, a fleet in, yeah. in the yeah. south. Probably has he got a good tactician and, in Austria sitting right there. And so. I must admit, so look, I don't know if you guys knew, but at the same time I was having conversations with France, saying in, in, in the, the, the fall 901 stage, saying, you know what? You should actually let me into Marseille. I should ha- own Marseille, because what that creates with a fleet in there, I don't understand why. But with, with me in Marseille, I'll give you the, a cast-on guarantee. I won't go any further up north. And that means the whole Western Med is locked down. I don't have to worry about it. And I can actually start turning against Austria and Turkey at that point in time. Oh, were you aware of those conversations? Yes, I was aware of these conversations. Everyone was aware of these conversations. I was aware. That's because it's... Oh, fucking hell! Yeah. He is like a sieve! That man is like a sieve! <laughs> Okay, so that's good to me to know next time around that it turns up the most. Um, <laughs> anyway, so the idea being, and he went, no, 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 no. You don't use this, this, this inherent human characteristic against loss, you know, In the meantime, France is bouncing England out of the English Channel, yes. right? And England moves Edinburgh to North Sea. And um, Liverpool to York. And France never actually opened south at all, opened north. Yeah, France opened north, right? So France opened a very friendly um, Italian-German stance, yeah. to, to, to be honest with you. Um, it, it, it took to 1902 before France took, was it 1903 before France gained Spain and Portugal? Yeah, about that. Yeah. About around then, yep. So... So while you're antagonising France, um, I've been letting... Shadowboxing, Kayla, shadowboxing. Having having some bit of fun fun play. The the, the psychological warfare, um, supporting him back into into Marseille. Um, I've been led into the Black Sea. I've got Romania, and I've got a a fleet in in, in the Gulf of Bothnia, and an army in St. Petersburg, and as far as I know, Germany's going to support, going to let me into Sweden, no problem. And England's going to go, oh, well, obviously I'm not going to get Norway. I'm going to look at maybe getting Belgium instead. Little did I know that I got bounced out of both of those countries in Scandinavia. So Scandinavia and the Iberian Peninsula. Both of the peninsulas in Europe are free at the end of 1901. Right? Riley's eating up, you know, Serbia. I got Serbia Greece. and Greece in 1901, yeah. Which is a pretty damn good spot to be Very in. Very good Austrian opening. Yeah. yeah. If only you got Romania too. <laughs> Were you trying to convince Riley to take Romania? No, obviously I wasn't. No. He was, wasn't he? I don't think so. No. no? 
No, I wouldn't have, yeah, I wouldn't have put it past him. Right? You you were going around, <laughs> I, I know from other players saying, Oh Ambie and I were last on the podcast talking about it to Italy opening the West. You should be really, really you take this to the fucking France. Because <laughs> France is to me, oh, I've already heard about the podcast. And like the only person here to talk to is you. You're just fucking like a sitcom. Well, yeah. You better fucking lift your game before WEC if you go kind of, you know. Well, here's the thing. I wanted Italy to open to the West because that freed up Turkey and you, Austria, um, from potential Italian aggression. So, from my perspective as playing Russia, it made sense to talk to the other side of the board and say, hey, by the way, this Italian player, the player who's playing Italy, the last time we spoke, he was talking about maybe going west. <laughs> and um, you were talking about it, not me. You, you, you assumed I would take on that same. No, but it doesn't make any. It made no difference to me whether or not you did it or not, because if he, if, if he, if he took it seriously, great. If he didn't, great. And you know? it helped that I actually kind of told him all about it as well. Oh, you did too. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, let me into Marseille. And in fact, I said, look, actually what you need to do is let me into Marseille. The, the, the med will effectively be like an like Italian lake. You have to worry about it. I'm not going you. In fact, what I'll do is I'll move Western Med then out to the mid-Atlantic and I'll start attacking England as Italy. So it's like the reverse thing we talked about in the last podcast. It's true, it's true. With your support and we'll just carve up England. I have an Italian Britain. Alright. So, moved forward a few years, a couple of years into the game, yes. and Germany has now successfully invaded Warsaw. Yes. Denmark and Sweden. Denmark and Sweden. He's at the height of his power. England has a fleet in Norway. Austria has an army in Vienna and Budapest. I approach Riley and I say, Riley, I really need you in Galicia because I really need to you to be able to support me back in the Warsaw needed. In exchange, I will support you into Bulgaria. That's not exactly what it was <laughs> because <laughs> this is how I remember it okay go the whole time you did end up offering support okay you ended up offering support but the whole time as soon as Italy said I would be friends with you I went okay I'm gonna go destroy Turkey hopefully Russia helps out that was my game plan from day dot it wasn't going incredibly well Turkey and Russia were kind of slightly friends they, they weren't Russia refused to help me I was like hey Russia you want to help no I'm going north have a you want to help no I'm going north and then Russia now needs my help and he said to me okay Turkey's asked for support a hold of Belgium, uh, Bulgaria. Yeah. So instead, I'll support you into Bulgaria, um, and we can turn the tables that way. And I went, okay. If he's supporting into Bulgaria, that means yada yada his other units. I therefore know his whole unit plan. Um, the, he's going to go for the Egyptian, so I won't go for the Egyptian this turn. I'll set up. Turns out he was actually also setting up for the Egyptian, so none of us took it. It was very silly. So Ken and I planned this, and then he went away to get a drink. 
In the meantime, I worked out what we planned was inefficient. I should, I should instead attack with Greece rather than attack with Serbia. Yeah, well, didn't make it back in time to swap those, so I actually didn't get Kane's support at all. Well, well, I put the support in, but yeah. it was ineffectual. So it kind of did in. nothing. Yeah. I think I still got Bulgaria, though. You did get Bulgaria. Yes, I yeah. got Bulgaria, and then I moved those Vienna and Budapest up north to help defend Warsaw, as agreed. Yes. Also, what happened in this turn is Italy suddenly rocked up on my borders. Yeah, moved into Venice, moved into the Adriatic. Both of which were declared... Uh, the Adriatic was an instant war DMZ. That was that was the agreement. So it happened... An instant war I, DMZ. I, I never I, agreed I, to something I, I, like I, that. I don't, I don't know if we actually agreed that... that that's war, what I agreed. Yeah, I was like, war. let's keep Adriatic completely but free. Keep that as a DMZ. Said, in my I, mind, that's instant war. I 100% yeah, okay, agree yeah, 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 yeah. with Riley that there was a breach of trust. <laughs> And I am 100% to blame in that breach of trust. So I've got to ask you, Amy, what led you to move in such a fashion against Austria? Um, Literally, I found your strategy of Italy opening to the West doesn't fucking work. (laughs) Even when everything is going your own way. It well, still does not work. So everything we, wasn't going away. Well, nothing you had no was going your way. No one was helping you in that. No, no, no. <laughs> you, yeah, you are right. Okay. So, so you are kind of correct again, again. Um, I was wrong again. Um, I channeled the last podcast episode, assuming there's something about a dice. I remember a die. Oh, I decided early, early, early on that like I was going to play this game just you know having a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just making it a bit more spicy than normal. Because last game we played face to toes, I made a very conscientious effort, which I followed 100% through, not to tell a lie. That was my strategy the last game, which I fully supported. I would actually say to someone, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to take that supply center off you because of this route. Did you play that this round? This no, game? I don't. No. Riley can attest to that. Um, although I didn't tell a lie, I just didn't say the truth. Is that true? I feel like we no, we had talked at the end of that round and said that we like everything's still good, we're still splitting okay. up. So and the then me- okay, your runs are correct. Meta, I lied. Round wise, I didn't say what I was doing. That being said, I was I, again, I had percent made culpa. I was to blame. I take full responsibility for the action. You, 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 you were a great ally, and I stabbed you in the back, and I paid the price for that. He did. So, around this point in time, Turkey moves to Armenia. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I've just successfully... Hang on, no, 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 no. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, and, and, and yeah, Turkey moved to Armenia, Turkey, yeah. And Turkey moves to Armenia as I push... Germany out of Warsaw. Yeah? Yeah. Now... Because Turkey and I had made a plan to betray you. Oh, Um, okay. And in them supporting me into Romania from Bulgaria, or them, I support them from Bulgaria and then we'd swap around and I would attack Romania. And I, when I said, that sounds okay, I'll think about it, I was thinking about it and then I went and talked to you and you had a much better offer, which was give me Bulgaria. So, (laughs) some of their moves, there were actually two support moves surrounding Bulgaria to support my units, which I didn't move. (laughs) <laughs> so pretty good game there. Yeah. Pretty good game. Um, so there was in a spring, it must have been 1903, where Turkey has an army in Sebastopol, right? 
Yeah. I still have a fleet in Romania. Now this is where I went and sat down with you and Turkey to work out some sort of deal. Yeah. It's, it's got to be a better way. We've got to work out something here because yeah. if we're just going to keep on fighting, Germany's on more like seven at this point. Eight, eight, eight. I want to say six, but he was on a pretty high supply center count at this stage. And Holland, Denmark, Sweden, Warsaw. Yeah, Warsaw makes seven. Yeah, seven. So seven. he's on seven, and everyone, yeah. So, so it was clearly the at the top of the border. Clearly leading at this point, right? Top of which I'm getting attacked. I've got a fleet sitting in Romania, who's, which is doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. So I says to you, I says to Riley and to Josh Turkey, look, move your army in Sevastopol into Romania. Force that fleet to spend. I'll get a, I'll get an army build up in north. Yeah. The reason I'm bringing this up is because it starts the trajectory towards the end game. The end game being that there was a Turkish army in well, Holland, Belgium, Holland, Berlin. 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 It Turkish made it to Kiel, but it came back. Okay, yeah. Army in Berlin. The Turkish army in Berlin. A Turkish fleet in a Turkish army in Tunis and a fleet in the Tyrrhenian. Fleet in Rome. And a fleet in Rome, right? So this is just bizarre thing. But I know what you're talking about. You end up as Russia with an army in Paris. No, 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 no. This, well, yeah, I did end up with an army in Paris. Yeah, but, 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 but the Pizarro plays. How was it that there was a Turkish army ended up in Berlin of all places? Yeah, and at the time when Kane came to the tour bus. Um, we had just been allied for that last turn because MB turned on me. We were like, alright, we'll be friends now. And he let me keep Bulgaria, um, which I was shocked about the whole game. But I got to, and even when he got built, we agreed that he wouldn't build in Constantinople so that I wouldn't feel threatened in Bulgaria. He just worked with me the whole time. But at that point, both of us were about to attack Russia when Kena came to us. So that totally changed the east of the board. Completely different. Okay. Was that before or after I totally misordered my attack on you, Ryan? So, the turn where Kana came to us and we planned our defence, Yes. the defence came in and your attack never arrived. Yes, so I had from memory an army in Tyrolia and a fleet in Adriatic. Army Venice, fleet Adriatic. No, army Tyrolia. Because I ended up supporting... So I had to and Venice supported by Adriatic. Yeah, you supported when the wrong fact, direction. You wanted to support should have got a Trieste supported by Adriatic. Which is yep. the complete turnaround, right? And then because I fucked up. And this is the beginning. And this was okay. So so sorry, sorry, sorry. This is I got to call it out. I was having a great time. I was very relaxed. I had a couple of drinks, maybe more than a couple of drinks. Uh-huh. And, um, and. I wrote down my orders literally at the beginning of the turn and never checked them that I'd actually misordered from the start. I sat there for 15 minutes with incorrect orders and never checked them, put them in the box. And that says to me, Kana, I need to get more professional about this for Bangkok. Uh-huh. We need to kind of step up our game. 
A little bit, I reckon a little bit of, little bit of you know, piss helps. Maybe double check your orders now and then. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just less, less, less drink, a little bit checking, a little bit more diligence. Oh, okay. That's just, just not just me. I think you need to, to channel that too. Uh, channel the drink. Um, okay, so... We've got a Turkish army. Did I say actually why I stabbed Rob? No, you didn't. So basically I got to a stage where your strategy failed yeah. even when everything worked perfectly. Well that's because you didn't no it didn't work perfectly because you didn't get England and Germany on sort. That's because he never disclosed that was part of the strategy. <laughs> but if you're trying to do it solo, it doesn't work. Maybe you're right. So maybe listeners can kind of do get Germany or get England to help. But well, I mean, makes sense. no strategy mean? in the game, but the point of the game, nothing works solo. You have to work with others. You've got to work with you others. Yeah, you've got to work with others. But, but I wasn't getting much success there. And at the time, it was clear to me that neither England or Germany were really kind of interested in a fight with France. So I was stuck. And I knew with then by that point in time, an army in North Africa, a fleet in Tunis, I think at some point in time I got the fleet from Tunis into Western Med. Yeah, that's right. But by that point in time, he had then taken Portugal with a fleet, Spain with an army. I kind of did the whole same support Burgundy back into Marseille thing again. They couldn't build another fleet. But it meant effectively I couldn't make any gains, and I had to, at that point in time, negotiate with him to say, okay, I fucked up big time. It was fun, and I was actually quite clear with him at the beginning, saying... So, so, there was a moment there where France moved to Spain's south coast. Yes. Tell me about that. From the MAO? No, from Portugal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's meant to go north coast. Okay, so so how did he frame? He, he said that? specifically. He said, "I'm going to move down the coast. I'm going to move to the coast." Because he made a big point about it when you went. You said you'd go to the north coast. He said, no, I didn't. I said I would go to the coast. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. No, no. He actually originally said he would go north coast, and then later on he said, "Actually, I'm going to go around the coast." That's the words. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, and I kind of gave him a bit of wiggle room afterwards. I didn't want to piss him off. When you look at the way the coast line is shaped, if you go south coast, it is more around. If you go north coast, it's more up the coast. Oh, so you've got to watch that language there, hey? You've got to watch that language. Look, at the end of the day, I made. Okay, I said eight. I should have probably better got England and Germany. England and all Germany involved in an attack on France. Well, as it was, they were all attacking me. Now, I noticed you, Riley, were were in deep conversation with Dan England a number of times, and Tristan a number of times. Were you? Were you encouraging them to attack Russia? England, we were just talking about how they get... I I ran out of people to talk to, and I put my orders in, so I was talking to him a couple of times about how's it going, what's what's going on. Oh, you go to Norway, you go south. Because he told me that he wasn't going for the lowlands, he was just going to Scandinavia. I knew that from the get-go, that was his plan. Um, and Tristan's plan from the get-go was to be a pass push for as long as he could take the neutrals. Right, yeah. And when it got to the point where 
Hayna, Ambi had just stabbed me in the turn before I allied with you, and I'd moved the units up. I was like, hey man, I just moved those units up because it was part of a deal to get uh, Bulgaria. Yep. So I'm happy to be peaceful with you now. I don't really, I feel like I can't, attacking you was kind of suicide. I'm a little worried. Yep. Um, and then you came and said, here, here's a massive freeway we could do. And I went, that's pretty good. And that's a pretty good idea. Um, it worked out well. It worked yeah. out well. So at, at the end of the game, you ended up on the uh, in first place. Yeah. Uh, I'm not the surprise numbers. There was an equal second, um, which was. Geez, we'll have to pull out the. Um, no, second was second Turkey was, on seven. Second was Turkey on seven. Yeah, and there was an equal third, equal third. which was France and um, Russia. Myself, right? Um, France had and six. Can uh, you had four? No, 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 no. I think that's the wrong one. That was earlier on. Right, so can you had. Yeah, an equal third and an equal, equal third. Four, equal third, five, and equal four. six. France had four, five. Six, yeah, six. Yeah, equal, equal third. Portugal, Spain, oh, Portugal, 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 Spain, and Belgium. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah but he didn't have Paris because Canada had Paris. Oh, and Holland. Holland, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Which would have? I reckon, I reckon you're right. I reckon, I reckon Austria came first, Turkey came second. Yeah. Until right what, now, Italy came last. Yeah, well, we do know who came into the house. Eliminated. <laughs> um, at, at the end of the day, Italy, it was a very convoluted um, final final season, actually, at the end there. Um, I think it was convoluted. It was convoluted. The, the, last, or, the, last, the last thing we had to s- sorting out what happened in Rome. Yeah. So it's just, just a fucking shit storm of things happening all the time. Yeah, so, so, yeah, there was self, yeah. Yeah, it's difficult to describe just a, a lot of memory. moving parts. But I'd done the math, and I was pretty. I thought it was foolproof, but it actually wasn't. But you guys did the bad thing anyway, so we won. Yeah. Anyway, so Ambi on zero. No supply centers at the end. Yes. Take so, away thoughts. What I'd like to talk about as we head towards WCN in Bangkok. Yeah. Um, Don't go west. <laughs> is what were the three top learnings for you, Kana, to take to the World Championships? Oh, the three? How about this? How about we go around and say top learnings three times? <laughs> sure. Whatever works for you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. First. Um... Beware of the honey trap. What's the honey trap? The honey trap. So I was invited. Honey tree or trap? Trap. Honey trap. I was invited into the Black Sea straight up. No worries. Yeah, just come in. No worries. Right. What that did was it made a number of people on the board quite concerned that there was a juggernaut straight off the bat because it was unopposed. Beware of the honey trap. Let's look around the other way. Let's say you're you turkey. Would you actually offer the honey trap? Potentially, I mean, I, because it just it's, it's, screws with everybody's brains. Yeah, it does stuff with people's brains. Yeah, but beware of it. 
you know, it's, it's a thing to be thinking about. Okay. Yeah. That's first thing? Yeah. That's my first thing. I'm going to go around in a circle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Roll it. I think it's like stick with it is what, like, I just, I was, uh, France would write a number of times to try and get me to flip over. Yeah. I didn't, I was thinking about it. From actually, from when I allied with the three of you, the plan was always jump with France as soon as we made it to the border because I didn't trust the juggernaut wasn't going to form behind me. By the time I'd made it to the border, I had made, got it so that there were actually none of your units behind me. I got them all to move to the sides. Yeah. So I was like, oh, they probably can't attack me. So why don't we just fuck over France instead? Um, I'll stick with it. Um, and sticking with it works, because then when Italy betrayed me, I'm trustworthy. Turkey comes and works with me, rather than a good option, work with Italy and close in on me, because I was already attacking. That was an easily a good option. He didn't do that. Yeah. So, stick with it. Stick with it. Go with it. Yep. So, Never uh, backstab anyone. <laughs> uh, oh, wow, that's, that's pretty bold. <laughs> I just um, gone for the win. <laughs> so, my, 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 my main thing is, if you're going to be Italy and you're going to open West, don't do so without other support. If you can't get concrete other support, open east. Okay, alright, alright. That's a good point, that's a good point. You can't, you can't do it by yourself. Even when you have an incredibly friendly and wonderful alliance in the east with Austria. Good neighbour, yep. A fantastic neighbour. You just can't fucking make it work. So you need to have pressure on the horse. Yeah, sorry, I had, I had great, great ally in this. I fucking played the whole mind game scene with France with supporting his army in the Marseille to prevent the building of an extra fleet. It still doesn't fucking work by yourself. You do need a, a, at least a second player to kind of gang up on him. So you need another on the front of France. I feel far more confident in retrospect um, taking on Austria from the beginning and then negotiating something afterwards. Or just kind of playing, you know, sitting on the bench bullshit, maybe. You know, I remember playing... Did you notice actually how much Turkey sat on the fence? Josh did, a, did lots of holes. It's true. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. could have cracked it. You yeah, at the beginning, him. he got one build in the first year, and we convinced him to support whole Bulgaria with Constantinople rather than move it into the Aegean. Yeah. And he was just sitting there. If we, if you had actually gone south, we could have crushed, crushed him. It would have been early, beautiful. Done, straight. Yeah. So that's another takeaway. Swift action early is probably a good, a good takeaway. Um, we could have crushed Turkey. Easy. Absolutely easy. Had, had we um, had we resolved to do it. Yeah. Hey, Riley. Yeah. 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 I think... I think... What, one, of, one of the fun things I found was... was getting, the, getting a Turkish army into Berlin was just... Absolutely doing the heading of, um, of other of gas. Because yeah. once we allied, yeah. there was this Turkish army in Romania now that was part of the original plan. So at yeah. the time, the first of this alliance, sure we'd been talking, but it looked like on the board, Turkey and Russia was, me and Turkey were now working against Russia. And as far as I'm aware, that's actually what Gavin believed based on what he was talking to me. That's what he thought was going on. 
uh, that's what that's what he believed. That's what was going on because we just yeah. done that. So then what we did is uh, we were in Bohemia. We decided to take took back Warsaw. I mean, okay, let's get the to make sure the line is full because there was a hole in the Austrian line. Let's get Romania to move forward into Galicia, fill up the line. Yeah. And then we were moving around. We're like, well, we got this space in Silesia. Why don't we support the Turkish army in Silesia? Correct. Yeah. In in Galicia into Silesia. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did that, and that looks so silly. And then as we're like dominating the game, we're taking control of stuff. Why don't we give Turkey Berlin? And we did. We supported Turkey into Berlin. And at the end of the game, that was still a Turkish center. And it was. <laughs> I'm talking to France. It's like well, border's getting closer. I'm thinking about switching sides. He's talking to me about some strategies. Like, well, you know, Turkey's this, this um, Russia's this. The idea what you should do. You should try to Russia. And he's like, why did you put a Turkish army? That army that's not good for you. That can do whatever. Why did you do that? It's, it's kind of fun. And he's like, fun. We're trying to win. What are you doing? He said, it was, when I said it was fun, he was just infuriated by that. And we just kept doing it. We did keep doing it. The thing that puzzled me at the end, though, like we supported him into Kiel. He got Kiel. Yeah. And then he moved out at the end. What was that Um. So we were sitting there. We, for us, me and Turkey were working together in the Mediterranean, and the three of us with Russia were working together in Germany. Yeah. So we sat there. We worked out what we were going to do in the Mediterranean, how we had our solution to solve Italy. Yeah. And then we're sitting there watching you talk to every single other person and we're getting <laughs> And we had this conversation, he said, if he makes a move on us with this last move, we can both, we're going to make him build builds to jump him. We plan what sort of builds we do to jump you if you didn't follow through with the plan because you just weren't talking to us and we were so worried. <laughs> and eventually he came in and we made a plan and apparently I asked him at the end, he, the idea was he was worried you were going to try and take Berlin so he tried to ban, block it with Kiel. I don't really understand I mathematically having Kiel was a better choice, and I was supporting him. Don't really know, but he was very confused a lot. Like when we when we, when we had to take Tunis, I had to explain. We explained the strategy for it, and then I said, "Okay, order this guy to move this. This guy moves this," and he just trusted me. Maybe I actually ordered him to suicide against France. He doesn't know. He just didn't even really understand what was going on at each time. Yeah, making the orders for other people in that sense. Yeah. Um, the reason I was talking to other people there was I was trying to secure up Scandinavia. I really needed at that point in time for um, for Germany to not. Um, how, how did it work? I needed I needed Germany to support me in Norway, right? Um, because if he didn't, depending on a certain set of rules uh, moves that I could see England doing. I would have lost Norway and then that would just collapse the whole line. Yeah. So I really needed to pull those two away and to yeah. get them. Then when um, you did and you talked to Germany and you talked to England and you talked to, you talked to everyone, but then when these orders are coming through and you're the last orders to go, so we're watching this, he moves out of Kiel and then we watch Germany move into Kiel and we watch English move and then we watch France support into Kiel and it's like he's done something with Germany and everything's what, what are we gonna what are we gonna do? And then your orders come in and they're like, I support hold and I support hold over here. And there was like one move and it was, oh, he's fine. This is... <laughs> he said he would do. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it crazy? Like the, that, that, that moment where you're waiting for the rules to be read, like the, the orders to be read, where you're looking at the board and you're waiting for that that other play. You're waiting to see yeah. what the hell that country is going to be doing part of the joy of diplomacy I, I, I just love that that, that that suspense to it you know I mean in the end okay so 
I was talking to uh, I was talking to Josh. who was playing Turkey, and Josh is a big he's, he's a Twilight Imperium fan and plays a whole lot of other board games and blah blah blah. But at the end of the day, we we, we, we played what? Nineteen oh six is when we finished. We started at twelve thirty. We finished about five thirty. So about five hours of game. Five hours of gameplay, we finished in 1906, at the end of 1906? Yeah, all 1906. 1906, autumn 1906. So that's, that's what? Six moves. Seven, eight. Five, five. 901, 902, 903, 904, 905, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, Oh, this is interesting. What are you doing? You talk about it. They go, how long are we playing for? It's like, oh, three hours. Whoa! <laughs> Holy shit. How long is this game for? Right now, we didn't put a stop on it. It'd be probably about eight or nine hours. We can easily make 12. Like, given the, given, given the, 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 the back and forth on the board, I wouldn't have been surprised if we'd gone for 12 hours if we just kept on going. The way it was going, but, you were so surprised. Was it? Well, I mean, we're not going to eliminate so how often do you actually have a game when no one gets eliminated that period of time? Someone at least gets eliminated before that. So yeah, usually someone gets done in the first couple of years, yeah. Um, yeah and 12 it was moves very fluid, in, the alliance system. They were, they were. But when they switched, um, they switched very strongly. They did, yeah, and there was a very strong West uh, Eastern Alliance at the yeah. very end. A very yeah. strong Western Alliance that was forming, yeah, yeah, and forming. then that collapsed at the end. Well, I don't think it would have held, given that there was an army sitting behind their front line. I think if it had been played through, the Western, the Eastern Alliance would have taken the board, and then would have inevitably had to have collapsed on itself to get to a winner. Yeah. Had yeah. the game been going further, I would have switched with France, probably before 1906 even. Yeah. Switched to France, because yeah. I just felt there's a juggernaut behind me. And I also, I knew I had, from the get-go, when one turned into this alliance, I have, it's four centers for you, four for Turkey, and I'm on six. I have the most. And every turn in the alliance, we sort of agreed, and we'd all get the same amount of centers each time. So I knew that I was ahead. So right if the game just ended, I knew that I would win. So, and also that meant that if someone was going to get stabbed, it was going to be me, because I had the most to take. True, and you kind of in between. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so had there been a less definite ending, I would have definitely been way more open to France. But at, towards the end there, it was about, where are these last centers I can grab? There's no point in stabbing these guys. There's no centers in it. It's kind of the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I... The season before, 1905, the builds on 1905, I had to think long and hard about not building a fleet in Sebastopol at that, at that, that point. I was, I, was, I was seriously thinking about that one. Um, but very similar to you, I knew there was a deadline, so I went, oh yeah, fuck it, I'll just stay with the Alliance. And, and, and went with that so, one. talking deadlines, um, this is Ambi, um, and you don't know this, he's had a recent hand injury requiring surgery, I just start heading home soon to make dinner because she's physically hard. Do you want to... Um, Time done? 
just wanted to just kind of wrap things up with regards to our final thoughts yeah. on the game and how things worked. Well, final thoughts. I thoroughly enjoyed the game. Thank you, Riley, and thank you to all the others who played in, 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 the, um, in the game. Thank you, Andy, for organising. Um, are we going to do another one before WDC? Or? No, I don't think we're going to be able to do that. No? No? Okay. Maybe after. So, Right. When you come back champions. When, when we bring back the <laughs> champions. First place and second place? <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're not coming, Riley? No. 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 Um, yeah, well, would that make it the next pod? Well, we need to catch up and do an intro-outro at some point. We'll do an intro-outro before we go over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, the next one will be from the WDC, so... More than likely. Alright, so final thoughts on the game, Riley. It was great, I won, so it was great fun. Um, but yeah, it was really good. Um, I was a bit worried for like a couple of turns there, but Ambi fucking up those moves just made my oh, day. It was just, it was, it was glorious it was to watch Ambi's face. It was pure yeah. Kana. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it was actually, no offence to the players we were playing against, because they were great players. Um, but it was awesome to take away that learning, and it's kind—it's like it's like okay, so like it's like you know when you have like the uh, world championships for some event, and you got like the uh, the friendly games beforehand, and you go into the friendlies going, oh yeah yeah, this is a bit of fun because friendly, and you go wait a sec, I really fucked up that. How do I learn from that for the real go? Yeah. And part of that is a little bit less piss. I, th- I like. I still think it's actually. Personally, I enjoy a little bit of diplomacy with a drink or two, but I think it's a drink or two, it's not four or five. Yeah, especially when you cock up your orders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, okay, final thoughts. Having heard what Riley and Andy have both said is um, just paying attention to who you're talking to, when, right? And in what order? Who else is talking to who? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pay attention. So, um, I've been I'm Kana. And Riley. Thank you, everyone. Um, it's been a pleasure, Riley, for thank you for sitting down with us and having a chat. Um, it's been a great, um, well, I guess it's an impromptu interview. So, cheers. Cheers. Till next time. Next time. Takeaway that we have for you. Um, I think, I think <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I think you touched on it. Um, that's probably okay to have a couple of drinks during a game, but not too many drinks during a game. Um, Maybe at a social thing, it doesn't really matter. But if you're playing a tournament level or getting yourself in the headspace for a tournament. Yeah, maybe not drinking too much for, for, for it. Um, I think I held myself relatively well held up, all things considered. Um, you did very well, particularly with going around and whispering in the ears of all the other players about, hey, Ambi was talking, and last time we were on the podcast, we were talking about Italy going to the West. I reckon that's what's going to happen. This is what you need to do to stop him. Oh. I think there's also something to be said for um, 
double checking your orders while you still have time to double check your orders? Yes, I mean, I wrote those orders down literally. You know, we started the phase, I wrote them down and didn't bother going back to check them. And the fact that I yeah. misordered, <laughs> and it was, I think, was I the one at the time at the tables I was reading the orders? I think I was. So I kind of went, oh. Yeah, I think it might have been. Yep. Your face is sort of. Oh, yeah. went, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, look, I and honestly, if I didn't make that fuck up, I probably had half a fighting chance. But as, as we said on that, that um, debrief afterwards, Italy opening west, <laughs> no fucking way. I still think it can happen. I still think it maybe, can maybe, maybe to... if you do it as a slow thing. And not an aggressive thing. So I like that idea of well, maybe if you actually had, if you would if you had a friendly Germany who actually came up to you and said, you know what, let's take on France and let's do that whole funny cheeky Munich thing. Uh, no one will see it coming except for Kana and all the listeners. Um, Munich, like moving into Bergen. Yeah, well, you go um, then it's Tyrolia, Tyrolia, Munich. Everyone thinks that Germany and Italy are fighting. No one's in the meantime, going to do that. Munich, no one, no Burgundy, no. whilst Venice goes to Piedmont and then BAM! You're taking Marseille. But even if you do that, like I took Marseille. Actually no, what did I do? So I kind of fucked around with... You screwed with his head. Yeah, I screwed around with France Marseille. by supporting him back into Marseille. <laughs> One of the uh, one of the players that um, in the game who uh, probably doesn't play a lot but plays a little bit went. I don't understand why. And then I, <laughs> and then after he realised that look, it was just about screwing around with his head. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense. Ah, oh, yes. Uh, but the ch- the trouble is, it's so hard to go west. It really is. It's hard to go. It's hard to go. East as well, isn't it? Like, but no good options. Is no, you don't. But you can Unless you maybe just sit quiet, try to be a small target, wait for everybody else to start fighting, and then start judiciously sneaking in. And I think that's been the strategy to date, where good Italian um, out, good Italian endings have basically taken that approach. Yeah, that slowly, slowly. You're on everyone's side until you're not. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not a big fan of attacking Austria straight up as Italy. I don't think there's a lot of merit to that. Um, because it just turns into a big pile on in Austria. And you don't get anything as Italy. Very rarely would you get much out of that. Was this like a double site that when you actually draw Italy and then anyone who's actually listened to the podcast who's Austria, they'll go, oh, it's okay, he doesn't like to attack Austria. <laughs> and the first thing you do is then it's Turiesti. Well, that, that's, that's the horror story, isn't it, Austria? Um, but you know, if everyone. No, and then you actually kind of fuck yeah. around with it and you go Turiesti into um, above another Budapest normally, isn't it? Move through to move through to Serbia. Um, yeah, which is what Aquila Panto is, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And then the Lepanto itself is... People see it coming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Once you see those certain units moving a certain way... Yeah. You know that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think it... I think any of these strategies really relies on having a good, good ally one away, so adjacent to the to where you're going, right? So if you're going to go the Lepanto route, you need to have Russia on the side. If you're going to go Austria, you need to have Russia or Turkey on the side. If you're going to go France, you need Germany or England, which is probably what um, screwed you up. Yes. Yeah, that's another thing as well. Don't try opening west <laughs> when there's kind of like a semi-western triple going on. <laughs> you caused a western triple to occur. Yeah, that's true. But function that way for a while until France started attacking Germany. Anyway, that actually wasn't too bad. Towards once I. Um, came clean with France and said, look, honestly, big fucker, shouldn't have done that, happy to kind of, um, you know, be your... Whipping boy. Yep. Yep. And yes, even though I was eliminated, I was eliminated, wasn't I? You were eliminated. Um, I was happy to do that, though, as a sign of good faith that, you know, hey... Living yeah, yeah. I want to make it up the fact that you know, I made a bad call. Let's just fix it up as best as we can. Yep. 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 Um, that was fun. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Are we going? We probably don't have enough time to get another one in. I don't think so. Because no. it's not far away, is it? No, it's not. Two weeks? Three weeks? Yeah, we don't have time to do that. No, we don't have enough time to do that. So, we'll be lucky enough to get another podcast out of it. Yes. Now, which, speaking of which, we'll be taking the, uh, the, the, the recorder. Yep, the, um, the fuzzy guinea pig with the recorder coming out of the task. Um, so, yeah, the next, the next podcast will be um, WDC. Yes, unless we get our shit together before we drop down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll, I'll, because of the, um, and I was saying this to Kana, I, I kind of, I've done the, the cheapy airfare option and literally are flying over with just carry-on. Yep. Um, so, I won't be taking over a laptop or anything to do editing and shit. So, basically, we'll do some recordings over there. But I won't get around to kind of cobbling them all together and sending them out until after WDC. So uh, I'm pretty sure lots of other um, uh, of, the, of the many many uh, diplomacy uh, media organisations that are out there, <laughs> they'll probably have all the breaking news around your win. So our listeners will have to wait until quite late on until we actually have that commanding interview with you as, as the world champion. Oh, with me? It's not, no, that's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> well, you say uh, no, but yeah, It's know. not going to happen. Um, obviously played a, played a win that I don't think I will. Um, yeah, so obviously don't expect, don't expect breaking news from us um, coming by a podcast. Um, Maybe our 
We might say on our Twitter feed, just with, but mind you, I think you know, I think Twitter got rebranded by Elon Musk today. Uh, X, isn't it? X. X. X marks the spot. Mm. Uh, I, I don't know. I, yeah. If what goes on here, that man's been on mine. Don't know. Listen, I think it's probably time to nosy on to the next um, next venue. Oh, yeah. Um, find a drink and then talk about some of the games that we're in. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a good plan. All right. Sorted. Okay. See you guys soon. Cheers, we're back. Cheers, we're back. And we're at the Gatsby, Gatsby Lounge. Which is a pretty specky sort of joint, I have to say. We're in the uh, the cheap seats outside on the veranda. Um, only because you don't have that, well, it's nice and, really nice inside. Lovely inside. Uh, but just probably a little bit too loud. It's sort of, uh, just the music, nice chill music, but yeah. Probably, so, you can probably pick up on the on the on the actual podcast in a probably in a, in a frustrating level. So we we'll, we we'll decide to move yeah, out. Yeah. So we will get occasional uh, background noise of buses and whatnot, cars and motorbikes and stuff. But Crazies. it's not too bad. Yeah. It's not too bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's what is it? A nineteen twenties themed bar, I'd say. Oh yeah, Gatsby era. Gatsby. So uh, I reckon. I don't know, Kana, but maybe after our drinks, I think we'd go there either cocktails, but they had like this range of Gatsby era cocktails. Yeah. So there's like, you know, there's old fashioned, there's Manhattans, there's Negroni, and then there's the um, uh, martini. Mm. I've never really had a good martini. Have you had a good martini? Um, Mrs. Kana reckons she makes a good martini. Does she? Um, Is she a vodka or a gin martini? Tell you, I, I, I've, I've never actually gone out and drunk a martini out, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah. But I tell you what, you know, after your uh, so, what beer did you end up getting this time around? Um, I'm the 150 lashes. On the 150. On the 150. And um, I'm on a um, what was it, St Helens uh, Faith Shiraz. Yep. And as an opening or as a mid game? So as a mid game. Mid game. I'm still in the game. Still in the game. <laughs> <laughs> still in the game. Don't have any aspirations. But you know, you can come back from really shitty openings, can't you? You can. You can come back. And that's um, that's the story of my um, our podcast game. Yes. So for nine lines. Nine dash lines. Nine dash lines. I was, I was wondering when you bring. Sorry, that nine up. lines makes me think of somebody <laughs> doing like cocaine. <laughs> No, it's nine line something or other. Nine dash line. Nine dash. No, it's not nine. Nine line dash. <laughs> no, it's it's. This is a fake owl, you know, uh, map that he put together, wasn't it? It's on V yes. diplomacy. We've talked about it before, where I was getting absolutely smashed by Vietnam. I, I got China. Nine you, island something. Nine island something. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. yeah. And you got uh, Malaysia. Malaysia. Yep. And um, as China, automatically, pretty much from day one. I got squashed between Vietnam and Taiwan. Yep. That came for me. And did I get down to... I think I managed to kind of just... Because of the position of China, I could defend and keep myself just down to my three starting supply centres and that was about it. Yep. 
and um, that's pretty much weak. They, they, they and I was at that for a long time, quite, quite a long period. Of so how did you? Okay, so you've you, you kind of broken out of your box. I'm well and truly broken out of my box. Am I actually got? Have I got the most amount of SCs you now? Do currently have the most amount of SCs. <laughs> um, so, so how did that come? From? Zero to Zero. hero. <laughs> How did it come? Oh, look, um, uh, a little bit of, um, obviously, a bit of, bit of conversation with players and trying to convince them that in an unranked game, you know, <laughs> removing one of the, the podcast hopes, hosts kind of makes the uh, podcast very boring where we have the conversation is just based around how you're going. So I think that, that, uh, that, that play did work. Um, and, I, and I understandably say I did that, but I know full well, and I was, from speaking to the other players involved in this, I think if it was, if it was a ranked game, different story. The, no, the, they would have squashed it. They would have kept yeah. the, 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 the chokehold on me. But um, it was very funny, because at different points of time, I felt that I was making breakthroughs with Taiwan in my negotiations, sometimes making breakthroughs with Vietnam in my negotiations. And um, well, Why didn't they finish you off? Because of that, because of well, I kind of, and you can kind of see in that that map there for autumn two thousand and four. I can't remember if it was before that. It was a little bit, yeah. Um, I basically cut a deal with Taiwan, saying, "Look, come and take one of my supply centres, my home supply centres, and look, just have it for you to be there for maybe two, maybe three game years, as long as you don't mind handing it back at some at that point in time." And it was like, yeah. And um, Taiwan kept their word on that, which is fantastic. And um, it was around that time that Vietnam started really kind of coming for me. And then um, you have a situation where there was these rapid realignments of alliances throughout the game with, you know, Philippines and Taiwan and then them taking on Vietnam and Vietnam taking them on. Anyway. So why, okay, so why are you attacking Vietnam now? If he, if he let you out of the box... Which he did. You moved away from keeping the pressure on. Yeah. And now you're coming. You've moved into Hanoi and Lao. I mean, the well, cynic Lao, in, Lao's not supply centres. That doesn't really matter. The cynic in me makes me think oh, you, that yeah. maybe you're gunning for me somehow. <laughs> nice idea. Nice idea. Um, but you kind of, if you on that theory, you would fail to kind of acknowledge that. Also, wasn't if I was just doing that. And just coming for you alone, Kane, I guess you're right. That would make perfect sense. But I did take not just Hanoi, I took two other supply centres off Vietnam at that, that turn. I took Money Island. Oh, yeah. And I also took um, the two Island. So if I was really coming for you, why would I spend my time trying to dismantle Vietnam? Wouldn't I just come straight for you? Well, you would. You moved Laos to Thailand and then into Georgetown. I think you. Nah. <laughs> I think you are. Nah. Hey, look, even if it was true, you reckon I'm going to admit it? <laughs> no, nah, I don't reckon you would. Well, I, I have to say this, but very well, you know, a bit of bit of judo work there. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, is Andy coming for me or not? You know what I mean? <laughs> look, okay, let's let's even entertain that theory for a moment. If I was to hypothetically move Lao to Thailand, 
Yeah. What would it achieve? Because automatically then your Natuna, natu- I can't read this upside down, Natuna C? Yeah. You would just bounce me in Georgetown. Doesn't really achieve anything. It's the same thing as moving to Piedmont, isn't it? Yes, but that was done straight away as opposed <laughs> to mid game, or, you know, maybe you know, mid to late game. Mm. So I, I think I think that's not really a, a real. I, I think I think I think you're kind of taking things a bit extreme. I have to say that it looks like you're aligning with Philippines and Taiwan. Yeah, it looks a bit like that. You're not going but to... we're going into the build phase now, aren't we? How many build sides yet? Uh, yeah, two or three builds. builds? Let's have a look. I'll have to find this a different way. Sorry. Yeah, how many builds do you get? You are now on 10 supply centers, you get three builds. Three builds? Now, you're not the first player who's got to 10 supply centers. What about Taiwan? Taiwan loses the supply center. I think the Philippines at one stage had 10. Okay. You've been doing pretty well, though. You've always been top of the pops most of the game. No, I haven't. I've been steady third rank. Steady third rank. Steady. You've been steady second rank. Thank you very much. Well, it was a bit where where, where Taiwan was really having a go at me, where I was struggling to keep myself alive. Mm. Um, I have to say, Brunei is a fantastic ally for whilst he was around. Didn't you take, or take him out? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, okay. Someone else took him out in the end. Um, so, Brunei was Blue Dog for peace? Yep. Um, Indonesia got taken out pretty fast. So, yeah, that was, for, that was your handiwork, wasn't it? Well, it was Taiwan, me, and I think um, Brunei did the damage there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you coming to join this quagmire down in the centre of the map then? Are you going to do the the, the, the Taiwan strategy of just sort of encompassing the map around the edges? Seems to be a pretty strong position. I think the one thing I've noticed around that clusterfuck in the middle. You can't hold anything. You can't. Like, and you would have seen, for example, you know, I'm going around double bouncing myself and shit like that. And it's really hard to work out how to do anything that's... Yeah, it's... If, it's, if you take territory aggressively in there, then they, people can just slip into the radio. And if you dislodge yeah, someone, they'll just retreat into a vacant supply centre. Correct, yeah. So it's a bit of a nightmare, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, it's tricky. It's tricky. Oh. I have to say, Fake Girl's done a really good job on designing this one. I, I think I could have a lot of fun playing this one. Yeah, maybe, maybe a global only or a gunboat would be quite fun as well. I, I think it's got a lot of legs to it. I think as a gunboat, it would lend itself to a lot of crazy. You'd get crazy stuff. stuff really crazy yeah. stuff. 
and I'm not just talking about like these weird wacky things going straight down the east and then down to the south you know, people apparently having fictitious views of, you know, going down from Hanoi to Laos, Thailand and attacking Malaysia. Um, <laughs> fictitious. I expect it to happen. Well, it would make the podcast far more interesting, <laughs> yes. wouldn't it? Clash of the, clash of the podcasters. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think... My personal view, it's just a personal view based on what we just said before, is it's so hard to defend the centre. I think it's almost like it's too much going on in that view. I like it, it's got a craziness about it. Oh yeah, it's kind of like, it's like chaos. Like, you know, a 34 player game, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you can just get bumped from one location to another and quickly just, as I said, you can just retreat anywhere. Or like, um, even like with that, um, with the Pirates variant, especially where you can kind of retreat two spaces, it's too hard to kind of work out what to cover off. But maybe people like having that type of game, if so These are still only being, are they still technically being playtested? Like we're, we're not in an official game, are we? Yeah, no, I think it's still an official playtest. Um, I don't think it needs much tweaking, to be honest with you. Uh, I like the, uh, I like, it's, it's almost like this whirlpool of madness getting sucked into that vortex in the middle of the map. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't seem to be any real point in building armies except for... If you're coming to get you. <laughs> you're or you're coming to get me. Or Vietnam, yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, Maybe you need to build an army and move up into Thailand, keep me honest. No, Have you got a build? I need to build a fleet. Oh well. You build that fleet. I'm not going to come for you. You'll be fine. Ah, well, wait and see. <laughs> wait and see. Um, yeah, no, I, I. It's definitely got a few more league years to this one as well. I think. Um, I think Philippines and Taiwan seeing you grow so fast might be a bit concerned about your, your growth as well. Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> okay. So talking variants, I actually saw that there's been a little conversation recently in that variant development thread at FedEx, isn't there? Some talk about New Zealand variant, what the fuck's that all about? Yeah, have you looked at it? No. Um, you're, you're a man of leisure. You're a diplomacy man of leisure at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's set in the, in the musket wars. Do you know much about that? What's the musket wars? Is that when people going around drinking? Um, no, it's like the English supplied Maori tribes and muskets. Oh, okay. And then they just immediately started killing other Maori tribes. Oh, so usual standard, you know, 17th, sorry, 18th, 19th century British politics. <laughs> Give all the guns to all the to the, uh, to the, the local favorite, local favorite people and get them to get wipe them each to other out, it. and then when they're just yeah anyway yeah. get them to do the uh, the, the dirty work. Um, sorry, I'm... let's go to it. Oh, why is it going to that? I don't want it to. That's because you've got an Android phone. 
So I think nothing makes sense. Androids. Um, I'm just trying to drop in the um, the URL. Oh. URL. I said, oh well. Oh well. Here we are. Oh wow! Look at that. So that's the uh, that's the map. Is that oh, that's a play-tested beta at the moment now? God. Yeah. Um, I'll just bring it to the front. Ah, right. Okay. There you go. Wow. So the map has been created by Porter Zach. So it's New Zealand, or uh, how do you say that? Aratoria? Now, I'm interested, is this the line at the top? Does that change over time based on who's got how many supply centers? Uh, good question. Looks uh, like it, maybe. Let's go to the most recent. I didn't know. Maybe. So, go to the start. Look at the green. Yeah. Change the size. Yep. Yep. No, it didn't. It did. No, it didn't. It did. No, it didn't. <laughs> what do you see? Where? Where should I be looking? Oh, no. no, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the answer's no. No, it doesn't. Um. So this is effectively, though, so it's it's... Is there? A, there's not a British player, is there? There's just everyone's just more the local tribes. Is that right? From I, I believe so. Yeah. And, and look, if I'm saying the word tribes, I'm, maybe I'm using the incorrect um, nomenclature. Major land must be settled by humans, the islands of New Zealand, inhabited around 1300 AD, Polynesians. Uh, settlers spread from north to the South Islands. Um, as Europeans started arriving from the 18th century to the 19th, they traded muskets to the Maori for crops and other items. Uh, the Maori initially used these muskets for hunting but employed them for warfare for the first time in 1807, um, beginning the musket wars. Okay. Um, yeah, so they used it for tactical fulfillment now and learnt. Proved useful during the New Zealand wars against British colonisers. Oh well. So, um, this is interesting. So there's that that's in development and being tested at the moment as well. So that's nothing new. Yeah. What I need to do is really um, jump on and have a look at the at the lab, see what's going on there. Where's the? I don't. I, I can't uh, see the lab. Do you see the lab? Because you're still got special. You've got super mod powers. Uh, oh. Where was that? Maybe I've got access after all. You got dev tools there? Uh, check. Where's dev tools under? I think search. Nope. Games. Nope. Count. Nope. Oh. No. Um, Mods. No. Okay. Click on games. Games. Um. Yeah, you don't. Nope. No. 
Okay, so there's a whole heap here. So all these ones with this um, sort of equals oh, wow. arrow uh, one being developed. Wow. Or sitting there as. There is some interesting stuff there. So yeah, read some of them out. Let's jump to mind. Okay. Click to it if you like. Sorry, what? Click to them if you want. Well, just click on them. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Africa Scramble from Ari and Riador. Okay, so it's like a scramble for Africa game. Just a little bit of a mess when I look at it, but anyway. Uh, yeah, so what you've got to do is just go to change to a territory. Um, Doesn't matter. Yeah, anyway, so it's in DevTools map. Oh, so it's a whole section called DevTools. Oh, sorry, click there and then. Bronze Age Diplomacy, I've heard about that before. I think we've talked about that before. Is that the one with... Um, uh, no, that was Tiglath Pilsar the fourth or whatever. Well, that's very similar. So that's a, like a very, you know, classic... Yeah, with the, um, what, the Fertile Crescent. Yeah, yep. yep. Cuban Missile Crisis by... Hello, my name is Bob. Okay, that's... It's pretty open map of... Uh, Don't know about that one. Caribbean. Uh, flowery War. What the hell's a Flowery War? No idea. Oh, it's something set in, um, like, Mexico. Oh, has that got to do something with... Flowers? Um, no. East on war. Middle East on war. Oh, it's another Middle Eastern one. So there's a few Middle Eastern ones starting to crop up, eh? Yeah. New York. Oh yes, this one's being play tested at the moment. Wow, look at that. Yeah. Um, so if you go to no, it's basically it's like based around the state of New York, but then also some other little territories around it, isn't it? Like some of the other states or provinces or whatever they are. Oh no, that is, that's, that's, that's the state of New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's like, no, for example, there's like an army in bits of um, Pennsylvania here, like in Pittsburgh and Oh no, that's just the, Harrisburg. that's just the location for oh. where the uh, units. Oh, so there's neutrals. That's, that's no, no, where no, theoretically no, that's, they could go. No, no, remember back when you were putting variants oh, yeah, in yeah, and yes. you chose a location for where the... Right, so that explains why there's 50 million uh, tanks <laughs> on the board. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a while, Kane, it's been a while. Uh, maybe if I change the mode to... the mid. I think that's like your initial oh, starting. Oh, yes, yep. okay. Ooh. So again, oh, that looks like one that's just going to get crazy, crazy in fast. The middle. Yeah. Was that originally being developed by David E. Cohen, and it's now being obviously picked up by B. Cipher? Oh, I couldn't tell you. Hmm. Pits of horror. Yeah, that sounds like my <laughs> son's <laughs> underarms. <laughs> Oh my goodness, look at that! It's yeah, like yeah. Um, lava instead of instead of ocean. Yeah, I think this one's... Um, yeah, we've got to go to 
mode. It's like a very much a fantasy map. It's definitely a fantasy map. Um, oh, look at that. Pizza. It's, yeah, that looks pretty cool. That does look cool. Um, it's kind of what Cthulhu type inspired. Yeah. Like have a look at some of the names on it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're big into the Cthulhu. Oh, I've got rid of it. Sorry. That's no, okay. What else is there? We've just been talking about South. Just trying to see. Is that different to? No, that's what we're nine playing. Nine line. Okay. Yeah, that's the nine line game. South Sahara, and then there's Tiglath Pileser. Wow. And look, and honestly, I've probably touched on about half of those that I thought sounded really cool. And that's not to say the other halves aren't very cool. But um, it's a cute one. Is there in there that, that stand out for you? Like, what's that North America 1862? Um, I don't know. I've just clicked on North America Minor. Oh, that looks interesting. It looks interesting. It's just a map of North America. Um, was that one 1862? That would be like based North in the. So what, that would be what? Civil War? Yeah. Where is it? Nothing there. Nothing there. Looks like a large map. There you go. Whoa. Um, so where's it going? Look at that one. One road. In it. Uh, yep. So this is an Ariador one. So you've got. Ah, it's kind of similar to what I did with that American conflict thing. So it looks like they've got the British in Canada, you've got the Russians in Alaska, you've got the United States, you've got the Confederate States, you've got the Spanish Empire, or what's left of Spain in, you know, um, Cuba and a couple of the Caribbean islands. You've got also the British in a number of Caribbean islands. What's this blue one there that's... I'm thinking that's actually France because there's like a down oh, here yeah. like French Guyana yeah. and we know around that time that the French kind of occupied Mexico because Mexico defaulted on its debt and that's what it did back then <laughs> it's take over the country so we didn't pay your bills so we're now in the country I'm guessing the green must be like the uh, remnants of uh, old Mexico so to speak is that Texas? no oh, yeah. I mean Texas is part of the Confederate States Okay, so who's, who's is that? That's the Confederate States. The grey. The grey. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I see. Yep. It's kind of like you know the because Confederates wore grey yeah. and the uniforms and the and the uh, United States wore blue. Brits wore their little red coats. That's quite clever. I like that. Oh. And Riador, nice. The hard part about this, for example, you can see like now, like Russia's starting with just one supply centre. That's going to be hard. Well, I mean, you could do a similar thing like with um, that Mongolian variant where you start with a whole heap more armies than you have supply centres. Just force, force battle in the first couple of, in the first year of game. Yeah. Yep. So, um, anyway, I mean, none of those are, I mean, I don't, I don't even know if that's in a finished state. See, that's, a, that's the same version, but in that American conflict one. Yeah, it's basically using like the fall of the American Empire map, but by chucking in like a navigable around the bottom of South America, but South America is not a playable country. Yeah. 
throwing in also the uh, number of European ports that can be blockaded. Yeah, and Hawaii. Yep. Yeah, so Hawaii playable here as well. Yeah, this is an anonymous game, but I'm not doing very well. No, is that one that you bought into? Yeah, it was. <laughs> when are you going to when are you going to start from the from the start of the game? I don't know. Um, I must admit, so one game I'm in at the moment, actually I think this one isn't anonymous. No, it's not. So it's an Imperial Diplomacy game. So I'm in right. Britain and I can't remember if we talked about this one. I think we've talked about this once before. I bought in as Britain. Britain's usually at the top of the board, and very, very quickly I had a whole few people just kind of go stab, stab, stab straight away at the beginning. Take some of those territories. And got me yep. like down from being like top of the board at the very beginning, which is natural, yep. down to like three quarters of the way down. Okay. Yep. So literally I got down. Actually, I should probably actually show you the, um, uh, the map for. Yeah, so where we start. The, his, the history map? Yeah, history orders. Where would that be under. Down here, history, maps, archive maps. So at the beginning of the game, so back in 1860 something. Just zoom in on it. Oh yeah. Yep. So you know, Britain starts off with you know, Canada, Falkland Islands. Uh, you know, obviously the home islands of Britain. You know, Gibraltar. Um, Aden, which I think is kind of like Yemen. one day Yemen, bits of you know India, Singapore, Hong Kong, bits of Australia for some reason. So the whole thing doesn't own New Zealand for some weird weird years in the present. But anyway, so you start off with it with a dispersed everywhere. So it's very very hard to kind of actually hold to do anything with it. Yeah. So what you're pretty much stuck with having to use India as your building. Pretty much. Okay. So it wasn't me as an example. Fast forward, just like oh, I see, maybe here we are, like seven or eight game years. That's when you bought in? No, no, I bought in pretty close to the beginning. Okay. And like literally lost everything in Australia, lost everything in Southeast Asia. I have the Indian sub, like India and Pakistan. You know what I mean? Yep. And I had my home supply centres and Greenland and Iceland, and that's it. That's it, yeah. Well, that's what generally happens with England, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so. Now. Where are you up to? Ooh. I've got pretty much the whole of the east of Africa, um, like the Arabian subcontinent, you know, up to you know, Baghdad. Persia, all the way through India, down through um, you know Thailand, Sumatra, and that's about it at the moment. So I lost. I ended up losing all these places. Canada gone, you know, UK who's, who's gone. Was that, that Germany that we've lost it to? Prussia. Yes. Yeah, so Prussia's yeah. taken over pretty much all the way through to Moscow, and then it's taken over of Scandinavia, all of France, all of UK, Greenland, and they're currently. Prussia at the moment has taken over, um, uh, you know, New York, Quebec, uh, Richmond. Who's that dark red? That's Austria. Austria. So Austria seems to be doing good too. Austria's gone all the way through to um, Sevastopol, um, 
north of like Libya and Algeria, the Iberian Peninsula, and Austria now is invading South America and has just taken over Brasilia, oh. amongst many other things. So this has been an interesting game because literally, as I said, at the start, I was just getting knifed like crazy. And it was only because I had a very good ally in Russia and right. still have a good ally in Russia yep. that we effectively demilitarized our borders extensively. Which has allowed you to focus. And then allowed me to then um, slowly, I started reaching out to people who killed me over time. Yep. Managed to get a rapprochement with uh, Holland, who subsequently I stabbed. Um, got a rapprochement with Brazil, okay, yep. who you know took off me, you know, the Falkland Islands, who I subsequently have now stabbed. Uh, <laughs> I remember you. <laughs> it's like, yay, let's be friends. You know, it's like, okay, we can put aside old differences. <laughs> so who's this green player? Is that Italy? That's Brazil. Brazil. So Brazil owns the. Um, um, West coast of the of the southern bit of Africa and the western Africa, you kind of consider up to uh, like where that area is called. Now coming to problems with Austria. Yes, but then as a result of that, Austria started invading homeland Brazil. I see. And this orangey country. That's, that's Mexico. Mexico and this dark green country. That's the United States. U.S. Okay. So what's happening over in, e in Asia? That's Japan. Japan. So at the moment, Japan is heavily involved in a war against Holland. I is do. this what's left of Holland? Uh, yeah, Holland's basically down to Australia, oh, really. Australia. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Except, yeah, for Northern Territory, but you know. Okay. They're almost and, out. And Japan's taken about there. With you. Yes. Although, yeah, I, um, oh, no, I didn't. He, uh, he tried supporting me in Perth without success. I see, yep. Uh, turn that one around. So what yeah. Who's the largest player on the map now? Me. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well so at the moment, I've gone from being down to what, fuck all supply centres. Yeah. Now to currently topping the board, which sounds great, except I know I've just packed a big fucking target on my back. 26 supply centers. And coming shortly after that's Austria, which is Mikey 99 on 25, Japan on 25 for DERF 123, Russia 24. So this is, we're all pretty close, you know what I mean? Which is yep. GJ likes strat games, Steampunk Shogun, 21 of Russia, 2092. And then we start getting this, people starting to go down. So Brazil's on 17. Yep. Um, but I think he's starting to collapse. Mexico is still fighting. He's doing not too bad because he's getting making gains in Brazil. Some, but now he's and had been making gains in the United States, but now the United States is coming through his back door. Ooh. USA okay. is fighting there. As I said, Holland's on the way out, down to four. And then yeah, so let's see where things go. Victory ruse the day he trusted you. Oh, so. Avocado was Holland, and, look, and I said to him, look, you know, he kind of half expected it to come. And really, I held up for as long as I could. Yep. And it came down to, because I was also allied with Russia, 
and Russia had this also very strong alliance with Japan, and Japan was like vehemently just belting the shit out of Holland. Um, <laughs> it just got to a point where it's need like I needed to be, yep. I needed to go one way or the other. And um, looking at it, there was far more opportunity to have potential to grow by attacking Holland. Austria, sorry, Holland. Yep. Then trying to team up with Holland against the other. Because if I teamed up with Holland against Japan, hey, I couldn't really reach Japan. So I'd have to just keep sitting on the fence and I'd just be sick, stuck on the same amount of supply centers. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So by doing this, it's kind of gained me the ability then to stab Brazil to take over. And Holland was also down at the bottom of that South Africa bit, you know what I mean? Which I've taken mostly over. Although I kind of cut a deal with Brazil and then I then stabbed Brazil. Is it a wraparound map? Or can you sail? Yeah. Yeah, you can yeah, sail yeah. all the way around the world. So that's been fun. I like that map. It's always good. You always like the map when you start to <laughs> <laughs> And when you're not doing it, I say, oh, it's a shit variant. This one, I hate it. Um, I have to say, I've never really had much luck with, um, with Imperium. I can't say I've played it that much. I think the thing that puts me off is the... the the icons, to be perfectly honest with you. Why? They're just like, actually, you should like the icons. Why? Because they're just like, nor they're like when we sit down and play a game of face to face, they're blocks. True. They're um, long blocks. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just never. I never liked them. I, 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 hey, when we're playing our face to face <laughs> game with their blocks, I try to remember. Are the fleets the same as the armies? What? Are the fleets the same as the armies? What, what are you talking about? What? The blocks. What blocks? The blocks that we use as markers on the territory for when you're moving, say, Naples to Rome. No, the, the fleets are longer. They're long, skinny things. Oh, yeah, they're right. They are. They're, they're skinny, long things. They're more like a yeah. matchstick, but not as yeah. ba- a beefier matchstick. Yeah. And the other ones are more blocky. blocky. Yeah. yeah, okay, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I um I actually painted those ones up. I bought Dow from Bunnings. Some, some pieces and I just cut them up to length because I went looking online to try and find wooden pieces. Like the original game. Yeah. And I just couldn't find them anywhere without paying an arm and a leg for anyway. Who's to know about the authenticity of those wooden pieces? You should make counterfeit original wooden pieces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, and the other thing that bugged me, that always bugged me about the original, the original wooden boxes, there's never enough of them. Not really. So it's almost as if Calhammer knew that people weren't going to be not nearly as many people are going to be using all of the well, 18, 17 pieces. Yep. There's only what, eight armies or eight fleets, ten armies, ten fleets, or something like this. Really? Yeah. Um, which it's quite annoying to me because what if you're England and you build up a whole heap of fleets? Yeah. But you've got all these armies that you can't, you know, and you ended up having to borrow from defeated players, their colours, and yeah. just sort of. Ah, that annoyed me. So, 
and it's made up a whole heap more, more than you'd ever need. Yeah, I don't know how many male, 15 of each armies and fleets. So. There you go. Yeah. Learn something every day. Um, actually, with that face-to-face -face game, one thing that was kind of slightly exasperating, you might remember at the time, we got to a point, okay, obviously we need seven players to play. Yeah. And we got to a stage where it's like, we're going to have to, first off, we worked out, oh, one of us is going to have to sit out. And then we worked out, oh, actually, we can just play an eight-player variant. And right. we're going to play mate against mate. Yep, but you didn't print it. Huh? Well, Did you no, print I, didn't, it? I didn't print it. Yep. But then we got another player to say, yep, yeah. so then we got to nine players. Okay. Then we would have been stuffed, had you not. And then, yeah. as it was, like, literally, like, a day before, one player pulled out, and then one player who said they were going to play never turned up. So we ended up having the perfect number of seven anyway. Which is good. Yes, it was good. Which is very good. Um, because if you get, you know, if you get eight, then one person can always GM it. That's not the end of the world. But yeah, well, we've been very lucky with numbers. But we really should print out some variant ones for the future, like yeah. an eightless. And maybe like, so maybe like we get ahead of the game and like do it through a online thing, which we can get for a relatively cheap price if you're not in a big rush. I didn't cost that much at Officeworks. How much was it when you go to Officeworks? Because when I looked online, it was like fucking a hundred and something bucks. Nah, it wasn't that much. I can't remember. It wasn't that much. Mm. The number that comes around 60, 70 bucks or something like that. Well, I can't even be sure it was that much. Feel good. So you reckon we should probably wrap this up? Let's wrap this up. So we'll maybe next time, probably next time you'll hear from us is when we're interviewing Kana as the world champion. Or if you're Patreon listeners. Oh, you can keep listening to keep more. Keep listening to more. Yeah, we just kind of dropped one last night. Um, and we'll drop another one. After we record this after one. After we record this one. All right. Go. Okay. okay. There Cheers. Right. And if you're going to WDC, good luck. Have a great time. Looking forward to seeing you there. See you there. Come up to say Find any random Australians and go, are you Kane or, or an Amber? you. <laughs> well, don't know what you're talking about. Like, nah, mate. Nah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> See you all. See you. Bye-bye.